Oh, I wanted to ask you about this. Is it normal for if you 3D print something, it just has like a zigzag pattern inside, but it's basically hollow? That's yeah. always how you do it? Um, you get to choose the different pattern. Is this normal? I'm so tired it's, of this um, happening. What, what is that? It's a phone stand. It's the infill. Yeah. I Wait, don't some, want something, to do something that thin shouldn't have any infill. Yeah, I agree. It seems almost like somebody's a douchebag. Is it, it, is it, meant, is it meant to bend like that? No, it's a phone stand. It's actually the second time it's broken, but it's like the perfect angle to hold my phone, and it's like the perfect like low profile height. But it, <laughs> but it's not supposed to bend like that. No, it's supposed to be solid. But I dropped my phone on it. Oh, and yeah, because I dropped my phone on it. That's poor design. Who made that? Me. Welcome back to 321 Backlog, the video game podcast where we talk about games from our backlog. My name's Alec, and I'm joined by my good old pal, Jimmy old friend, good man, dude, pal, guy, James. How's it going, guys? How are you doing tonight, Alec? Are you having the best night of your life? Here's how my day went. Woke up super tired because I went to bed at like midnight for no reason. I drove for eight and a half hours to work in North Carolina for the week, and then the last two hours have just fallen apart i waited too long to get dinner doordash is incompetent in in williamston north carolina don't want to throw you guys under the bus but my god guys come on if you live there yeah. and you happen to work for doordash go ahead and stop listening yeah, we don't just, want um, we don't want you to listen just do something else yeah just find so, something else to do with your time okay so yeah Learn so i'm gonna be menus. editing out my my lip smacking and eating of this burger while i um while we record a podcast yeah what are we recording about today well we're doing uh inside part two inside revision two it's a cool uh, thing i think this is eight. like a, a a milestone for a podcast where you just happen to lose your footage or something and you yep. have to fully re-record and nobody's really excited anymore but you did all the research yep yep for those wondering why is it a part two is because part one is it a get trash recorded. can yeah, it got recorded, but then we it, something happened to it. We don't want to talk about it. I don't. I don't even really know what happened to it. I, I don't know. I don't remember. I feel like every time we record, I don't even remember anything. I think it just completely. I have a fifteen minute memory. Yeah. So we use Discord to talk on our calls. Yeah. And because we're cheap, <laughs> we <laughs> use a bot to record stuff, and then we have to go download that file. And I don't think, I think I was having, I think I was having like um, network issues and I couldn't get it to download. And I was like, I'll get to it later because it stays for like a week. And then I we did not get to it later, <laughs> but that's okay. Cause I'm, you know, I actually am more excited to talk about it a second time. Yep. So we're, it's at the end of the day, it's like almost 10 o'clock at night after we yep. both had a very long, arduous day. Yep. And we're going to, we're going to get into it. Oh man, let me let me find let me go back to our notes. Thankfully, we still have our notes. Yeah, I never delete notes, man. I will keep yeah. the notes forever. So let's see. We wanted to talk about Norman Reedus. <laughs> wrong, <laughs> wrong tab, wrong tab. <laughs> we wanted to give some info about the game up front and kind of get that towards the beginning to get that out of the way. And then yeah. kind of go into the the basic discussion. So uh, inside was a follow up for not a follow up, but a second. Uh, game Ex- came out from uh, Play Dead, the same one that developed Limbo, which we've already covered. Yeah, it was uh, originally released on Windows, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, and that was in 2016. Oh my god, dude! It was almost a, it was we're almost like I think we probably recorded it right around the anniversary time of it, the original yeah, recording. Not, yeah, it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> it's so good. And it got a 10 out of 10 on IGN, but a 53 on Metacritic, which is pretty vastly different. I think we yeah, might have. Yeah, it was so weird. Yeah. I don't understand how any of these, uh, like like the rubrics or, or metrics that they use for all these different um, 
I think IGN just hands out 10 out of 10s. It's crazy to think it's crazy to think that there's a person or a company out there that rates this in the same category as like Breath of the Wild or, you know, or just any of these huge like Halo 3, like these games that really were like mind blowing. And and they're like, yeah, inside that game, you can beat in four hours. It's on fucking par. (laughs) I don't know. It's odd to me, but I, I don't know. Yeah, it got some awards, too, but I don't. Yeah, it won multiple awards. If you want to know it, yeah, I mean, look it up. You know. So it's kind of in the same sense. It's a puzzle platformer adventure game. Very similar to Limbo, but yet also kind of it's kind of different. But definitely, you know, you can tell it's the same company for sure. Oh, for sure. They they took they took what they did with Limbo and then only improved on it. Nothing nothing from what Limbo that I was like, you know, this is kind of weird, got worse. Yeah, I, I think it more was dead kids. <laughs> Everything was an improvement. Yeah. Including the morbidity rate. Morbidity? Yeah. Morbidity, mor- yeah. Or mortality. Morbidity both, is like actually both. Fatness. Morbidity de- no. No? No. I think the term morbid obesity comes from like Can you be morbidly? Uh maybe. I mean you might die in a morbid way. Oh, all right. Which yeah, you okay. can do in this game. So if that's something you're into, play this game. But yeah, I think the term you're thinking of like morbid obesity. Yep. Which I think just like just refers to like unfortunately obese, just not good, gross. Unfor- unfortunately, unfortunate obesity. That's a medical diagnosis. <laughs> oh man, disturbing or unpleasant is what morbid means. There you go. So yeah, disturbing and unpleasantly obese. <laughs> oh man, I don't. That's remember not an. This was yeah. That's like the. Uh, medical diagnosis that like tries to guilt trip you into losing weight uh is that what it is it's it's one of those descriptors to enhance your diagnosis yeah like you have to read there they read it in front of your family they conference call your whole family (laughs) you know there's actually like a billing diagnosis that's listed as like morbid obesity due to excessive calorie intake or something like that it's just like yeah you're fat because you eat too much and that's the reason we're all guilty of that once in a while as i as i drink my coca-cola at 10 o'clock at night it's all right man you work night shift hey man Oh, I've been getting into the monster juices. Have you had any of those? I don't really drink energy drinks anymore, but I oh, I used to dabble with them back in my heydays. They're so good. I, I the the man, there's, there's a mango one and a peach one that are right up my alley. It's like the 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 mango one's fantastic. It's like a blue and blue and yellow, blue and gold. It's it's great. If you haven't had it, go check it out. Is it, it's a, um, they just like a little mango flavor, like a high mango flavor with just a little bit of like spousal yeah. abuse in there. Yeah. Yeah. They have like a little bit of like the original be, monster. It tastes like it's, it'd be a good mixer. Okay. Mixing yeah. MMA with the marital dispute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of background noise in like the room next to me and I have no idea what's going on. I, it's an animal in your room or my room. In my house, it's an animal oh. for sure, but there's oh, like I'm, I'm not picking any of it up, so it's just startling. I don't know. It sounds like a <laughs> raccoon is eating a shoe. Do you have a raccoon? Not yet, dude. Not yet. I think my wife's trying. Are we talking <laughs> about video games? <laughs> no, this is rac- raccoon cast. <laughs> Welcome to Rocket Cast. Well, our logo has a rocket in it. Okay, oh. so we both you picked this game. Did I? I you think did, I did, yeah. You yeah. liked Limbo a lot and you wanted to do it because I think it was a kind of a an easier pick. We knew that we would be able to finish the game. I think we were both just had time to play it one afternoon. We both beat it the same day. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean there's plenty to, to discuss about it, but yeah, I think I think we were wrapping up maybe a recording session and then we were picking the next game. And I think I already happened to have this installed because I actually found and learned of Inside first, mm-hmm. but then noticed that Limbo came out beforehand. So I wanted to play that one first. That's why we did Limbo first. Yeah, that sounds um, so about right. I think right. I had already had it downloaded. So I, I think after we recorded, we were still just chatting on the phone and 
and doing like admin stuff for the podcast. And I just started playing while we were on, on discord. And I think I got really far into it. Uh, I I think you were messing with your steam deck. I, yeah, I think I was doing something maybe. Yeah. It was something extensively frustrating and it was just like, we were kind of doing our own thing in a phone yeah. call, like two high school lovers that just couldn't <laughs> hang up the phone. That's so you played favorite. you played this on your PC, is that correct? I did. Yeah, with and a controller. Used, yeah, that's I think feels like it's mandatory for this game, right? Yeah. I mean, mouse and keyboard would work. Uh, I mean, I don't even think you would need the mouse at all. It would just be keyboard. Yeah. And I have in my notes, I played it on the Steam Deck uh, on my TV. And some on the Steam Deck, but when I played on the TV, I used the Xbox Elite Series 2 controller featuring four fully mappable back paddles. And it made a huge <laughs> difference, let me tell you. <laughs> a pro controller that is overkill for how simple this game is. Yeah, with one of the highest latencies out of all. <laughs> all right. God. So, okay, I guess that's kind of the, the preface stuff. You want to kind of get into it a little bit? Uh, should we talk about you know the the graphics and yeah. all that stuff just to get that out of the way because that's that's a, yeah. that's a quick bit of it. Yeah, uh, what'd you think? What'd you think about the graphics? <laughs> Did you notice any? It was it was it was low poly, but it was well done, right? So I mean, it didn't have to be overcomplicated. It conveyed graphically what it was trying to. I, I think it did it well. Though yeah. it was low poly, it was really smooth, and the art style worked, which which I like. It had a little bit more 3D compared to Limbo. Limbo was very, all the assets were two-dimensional, even though they were laid out in a three-dimensional space. Yeah. Each bit was two-dimensional, but inside actually showed you know shadows and, and some more of that third dimension, which was a nice upgrade. Yeah, I think this is kind of one of the sweet spots as far as graphics go for me, because I don't really like super pixelated games. I just, it doesn't appeal to me. Vampire Survivors is a big one a lot of people love, and it's like pixel graphics. I feel like it's just overdone. Like, you have to find, to me, find a way to kind of, you can make it a low graphics, low poly game like this, but I'm not in the, like, if the game was pixel art, I think it would really take away from it a lot. So, yeah. And, and that pixel art, I, I've seen side by side comparisons of like the old sprites and things that were used for like early Zelda or early Pokemon, even. Yeah put onto a like 4k tv or something or a monitor that's getting the sprites look worse because when they were originally when they were originally designed they were designed for the lower quality of the tvs a 19 inch crt yeah so it it blended those those edges on purpose and made it more readable but now pixel art just looks funky Donkey Kong Country 2 is one of my favorite games and it looks absolutely terrible on like I have a 55 inch 4K and yeah. it's it looks like just trash. Yeah. But then there's newer games that are like kind of like high res 2D I think that you know they they do more with the pixels. I don't know. I'm not a graphic designer. They do something and it te- and it somehow does look better. Right. But right. it's because they're you know they've modernized a retro concept. Right, right. You Which is not what this podcast is about. Have it. I know. Yeah, and I know, I know. I just, it's, it, yeah, it's just something I, I don't know. It felt like it was worth discussing, but I, I just kind of got away from myself there, I think. <laughs> I liked the graphics. Graphics, good. Eight out of ten, bro. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, the sound, there, there were no uh, voice acting or anything. No. Uh, but the, the sound quality was, was on, was on par with most games. It was, it was good. Uh, I did. Yeah, find... there was a little bit of sound cues, a little bit, but I think I could have beat the game on mute, probably. Right. I think it did more with like visual cues than Limbo did. Limbo was very big on needing some sound cues, not yeah, hundred percent, but more so, and maybe some vibrations in the controller. But with mm-hmm. uh, with Inside, there was uh, there was this one bit where you're like running, and there's this like like intense like sound wave or something coming through but it like kind of like distorted the screen and everything you yeah. kind of use that cue instead of like the sound it was generating so right that was nice i i specifically remember like there was certain sections where the kid would i'm gonna he's the kid right every yeah. the last we talked about 
God of War at some point. It's the boy, it's the kid. <laughs> but he would jump down and the sound of his like feet hitting the ground was just fucking abrasive. It was yeah. it sounded like a twenty legged spider wearing tap dancing shoes jumping <laughs> onto a pile of sheet metal. <laughs> I don't know. It was so clunky sounding. It was painful. What, I didn't like it. Was it was it clunky because of the sound or was it like so noticeable because it was mostly silent like not silent yeah, but like was there wasn't a lot both. of both yeah yeah i think it was an abrupt unpleasant noise and then i think it was also a you know going from an almost dead silent atmosphere to mm-hmm. just you know yeah i such think it a was clatter kind of, i mean maybe the those sounds where it, it bumped up in volume were maybe configured just right because i had some issues with some of the with some of the sounds that kind of came out of nowhere but i think it what what they were trying to convey was yeah. because your 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 little kid boy character man is kind of like hiding and running from something and trying to be unseen that when he does jump off of something and land that makes noise so it's like you're being quiet and then boom not so sneaky like, yeah not so yeah. sneaky so i think that was what they were trying to do but there were some of those sounds that were like all right that's a bit a bit much one in particular <laughs> yeah. I didn't like were there were these dogs through a couple of the sections. They were loud, very loud and very rhythmic. And I think in our, if I remember how I did it in our, our initial recording, there was one section where you had to, you had to break down this little door or little, whatever, this little door. And you had to do it over and over again, but these dogs were coming around to like get you. So you had to like, lure the dogs around, get what you needed to, and then go back over this fence or something and keep doing it. And it took a couple of like rounds, but the dogs kept staying in that area and would bark really bad. And it turned into like almost like a record skipping where that sound it just it was just the same sound bite played over and over over and over again. Yeah, yeah. So times like that it got it got a little frustrating. (laughs) That's kind of what habit dogs is like though, sometimes. I put story no. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, you put what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, st- the story was uh, was interesting. I think because I had this complaint or note with Limbo, and we're we're gonna compare the two. That's to fair. me, Limbo was a little. It was hard for me to find only through the gameplay any story at all. I I I didn't see one. Yeah, the story I found, I discovered like through reading other people's. Yeah, and if I'm going to play a game, I don't want to have to play a game and then go and search online for all the stuff. I do kind of like that. For a game this small, I mean. Right. You know? Yeah. If if it's going to be this small, I don't need to spend another four hours scouring YouTube and all this, that, and the other to get the full experience. Make the full experience in the game that I'm playing and that I paid for. Right. Yeah. If it's a four hour game, I want to be spoon fed within the four hours. Give me, give me four hours worth of content and don't make yeah. me have to go find something else. Yeah. So I didn't think the game was very challenging. I know like we're going to kind of get into the gameplay mechanics, which is really, it's a game. So that's the big section of it, but I didn't find it. Do you find it difficult? Really? No, there was less trial by death. Limbo was really big on you would encounter an obstacle and the genuinely the only way you could figure it out was to die and then see, oh, there's the solution and then change how you did it. I I got so much playthrough bloat with Limbo on the trial by death and I don't particularly like that. So there was that fits that game a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot less of it in this game, and I, and, I, and I liked it. Yeah, Trial by Death is cool, but it can get kind of old. Just dying, killing children over and over again. Not my style. The game kind of opens up, and you are you just start out. You're the boy, and you're definitely running from people. I got some Holocaust vibes from that, for sure. Yeah, um, I don't think I jumped right to that specific, but definitely some nefarious things. Why is this boy <laughs> in the woods? Yeah, running from God knows what. Right away, you start seeing like vehicles and flashlights, guys with guns, like machine guns, doggies, doggies. So you can see that there's something afoot with 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 the world. More right dying children. Running. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it was kids. like a shoot on shoot on sight scenario. I found out the hard way. 
Yeah. yeah. Those dogs catch up to you. They're ripping you to shreds. And if the people see you, they'll, they'll start shooting and they'll hit. Yeah. They got good aim. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I did like this though. Cause, cause right off the bat, this is something I, I noticed uh, within the first, um, few minutes of gameplay again compared to limo apologies they started the hazards that you deal with started coming from the background in limbo it's very much what's behind you what's in front of you right there you go now you have to like pay attention to what you're seeing in the background because the dogs for example every time those came up they would be a background piece and then become a hazard background to foreground yeah yeah and it was it was done and that was done really really well um so i I liked the change or the addition rather to having to find out where your hazards are coming from not just the normal platformer of your hazards are either behind or in front of you yeah and then there's a pig (laughs) (laughs) oh the pig the slippery pig with the most gnarly of of squeals dude that was Wow, that was pretty good, man. Was it good? Was it good? Did you do the voiceovers for Razor and Crawl? <laughs> that's my that's yeah. my side gig. Oh man, yeah, the slippery pig, man. That was real gruesome. You see like all the stacks of animals and yeah, all that. Yeah. And then I just tried to jump to get over it, and then you just kind of like slide around on the pig. It was real <laughs> gross. It had a really nasty feeling to it. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, and it gets it's it looked like it was like dead. Yeah, it had like kind of a corpse like shuffle. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm not really sure. And then, well, then you pull a worm out of its butt. <laughs> yep, another glowing worm. Yeah. Another, another addition. Which kind of reminded me of Limbo a little bit because there were yep. some mind controlling worms in that. <laughs> yeah, it's mind control is a really big part of this game. Hurting, too. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, with the chickens, there's like very initially early on in the game, there's like chickens or ducks or something, and you kind of heard them. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they somehow survived whatever you heard them into. Like, a, yeah, there was like a conveyor belt or something, and you had to like hit this block or something farther into the level, mm-hmm. and you lure all these chicks. They get caught in the conveyor belt and get rocketed forward and bludgeon this door out, out of the way. But and they're they survive. fine. But yeah, they, sure. They're fluffy. The only the only young things that Play Dead likes to kill are human kids. Or young boys. <laughs> young boys and adult pigs. <laughs> Poor pigs, man. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the mind controlling of people, and then there's all kinds of well, yeah. That ge- this game gets out of control quick. It the the understatement of the year. Um something else I want to call out. That's not really game story specific, but just game a, a, a something that Play Dead improved on the camera angle. We've talked about the typical two D that they they came up with side scrolling that that type of game. They yeah. started working on not having it, their camera position be a static position. So what I mean by that is is there were parts of the level where your camera angle would like move. And it would like angle in different spots to be kind of like behind your character almost, or maybe in front of it just to see more of the scenery around it. So it was nice to get more of the world in the shot versus limbo just by changing the uh, angle of the camera. So I thought that was really nice. I think the next game that they have announced is going to be even expanding on that more because they felt like the 2.5 D or whatever you want to call it was kind of limiting. So, so have, they, cool have they announced their next game? Not a title, but they they said they're working on one, and they said it's going to be more 3D than the other ones. Right. It's going to have a little more dimension. Yeah, on their website, it's getting like a um, space vibe or a, even like a Hoth, like the frozen planet. I've never yeah. heard of that. From from Star Wars, H-O-T-H. The, the Is that where the uh, the guy climbs inside of a yeti or something? Yeah, uh, in in oh, I forget what it's called, but it's like a little yeti mixed with a dinosaur kangaroo, dinosaur kangaroo horse. I don't think kangaroo is in there at all. No, it's like, <laughs> like it's in got retro. Like, it's got yeah. like, you know, two big legs, little legs in the front, and it 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 kind of bobs. It's got a big old tail in the back. I don't know. And he climbs inside of it with a. There is a yeti. There's a wampa. I'm looking it up. I don't know any of this. There's a Yeti thing. 
<laughs> Welcome back to Star Wars podcast. Yeah. Wow. That's practical practical effects on that were I'm I'm picturing like interesting. Those dinosaurs from like Jurassic Park that had like the duck bills. They sat mm-hmm. on their, their back legs. They have Pachycephalosaurus. Like oh, Maybe. wait. The, is Did that, that just come out of my Pachycephalosaurus? Those what were the head rammy boys. Oh, no, not like that. No, I know. I don't know if they were Hoth natives. Like the. I'm just going to Google pictures of dinosaurs until I find the one I want to show you. Yeah, Ducky the dinosaur from Land Before Time. Ducky. He was a uh, Sauralophus. Dinosaurs are named pretty silly. Yeah, Sauralophus. So Luke Skywalker cuts open his frozen tundra Sauralophus, climbs in it. Anyway, that's. How do we get on this topic? <laughs> I think oh, you play, were play talking dead. about your Happy Meal toy. Playdead's play next game looks is like Star it's Wars be set in space ish, maybe, or in a on, snowy zone. Hoth. So okay. landscape not actually in the Star Wars universe. That's what we'll they're about that. Like. So yeah. we'll see. Did you get held up anywhere in this game when you were playing? <laughs> oh man! Any difficult um, sections? Uh, uh, water. The underwater area was pretty difficult. I didn't understand what it was trying to have me do in some parts. I think near the submarine, which did you, was the underwater right off the bat submarine. There was a couple under, there were a couple water based sections in this game. Mm-hmm. There was the initial part with the submarine where you have to like ram walls and jump to get it through places. And then you have to actually go back and get it later on. Oh yeah. yeah. Then there were some more underwater parts where you just straight up swam in. Right. Actually, before I think before that, yeah. one bit that really gave me issue was there was a spot in the game where you're in this facility and you're like walking in a line of people and you have to move when <laughs> yeah. they move. And then towards the end of this little scene, Doggy. I thought I wasn't doing it right. And then the dog would get alerted and come and rip my face off. Yeah. So I kept having to redo it. But I, I then realized that you, right when the dog starts barking, you just book it and run. Right. And, and I only knew really to do that run. because I heard you doing that part. While yeah. That one, we were I having our I died, date night. I think I died maybe like 10 times before I like really, maybe longer before I really figured it out. Yeah. The dude, the dogs in general in this game, man, I had like kind of an epiphany about dogs. If, I got attacked by three dogs. I'm pretty much fucked. Like yeah. three full size dogs. Give me three Chihuahuas and they're done. <laughs> but yeah, like three. I think they're basically Rottweilers, right? Or Rottweilers or Dobermans. I'm sorry, Dobermans. Yeah, yeah. I, I meant to say that. I always mix them up. They're basically the pointy ear. Yeah, they're basically they're the same dog. I think. Right, they're the exact yeah, same dog, but it's like same. you take the Skyrim slider. And move it like shorter and fatter <laughs> for the Rottweilers, and then like yeah. longer and 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 slender for go. the Dobermans. But yeah, dude, if three Dobermans came after me, I don't even know if I could handle one. I feel like I could in my head, but probably not. <laughs> but three, yeah, that's no that's chance. Rough. Those pack animal tactics are, are pretty pretty rough. One, yeah, by especially itself, in this game, dude. I had I had a neighbor's dog charge me when I was walk into the bus for school in like high school and i gave it a gave it a, a a good old smack to the face oh man well i guess he had to it was him or that it was either it them was, or you. it was it was like a dog that was like kept outside on a chain all the time and it broke off the chains it was not a happy life dog was this in the neighborhood we grew up in no this is in palm bay okay yeah back on thuringer for those that live in palm bay nobody i know lives there anymore so it doesn't matter <laughs> Thuringer, dude. Okay, this kind of raises a another uh, uh, an interesting fact. Apparently, eight percent of men believe that they could beat a lion in a fist fight. <laughs> Are you insane? That's the statistic. I don't know if they just like maybe one that was just born. They didn't. Maybe, specify. I'm saying maybe. <laughs> no, the stat rises to nine percent when ah uh, when versus a gorilla. Have you uh, have look up look up a, a chimpanzee with alopecia? It's terrifying, but no, I'm gonna look it they're, up. They're they're fucking jacked. They're Yo, nothing dude, but dude. muscle. They will they will they will rip you to shreds. 
have you dude i know dude they are jack bro i used to work out with a guy that looked just like that yeah like they're 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 just they're straight muscle dude it's crazy. so are kangaroos yeah, have you ever oh, dude have i ever fought a kangaroo no in my past life have you ever seen how jacked a kangaroo is like a male like a just mm-hmm. <laughs> feels like a joe rogan podcast right now dude <laughs> like a man have you seen their balls have you seen how big their nuts are? <laughs> no, we're going to start eating elk and weightlifting and doing the polar plunge. Yeah, dude, I can't. Yeah, I can't do that, man. I tried taking a cold shower like last week and I about I do that occasionally died. once in a while because when I shave, I take like I throw the water to, as cold as it can get after I shave. Yeah. And then I wash like rinse off the shaving cream and everything. What are we talking about? I uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Bald chimpanzees. They're yeah. they are their intelligence is the only thing stopping us from being absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Planet of the Apes is going to happen. I'm ready for it. Speaking of the water parts, man, the submarine <laughs> in that game. <laughs> this is dude, this is what you seamless, get when you seamless segue. Speaking of chimpanzees biceps, the submarine in the game I became emotionally attached to it because you're so dependent on it. It feels like you're protected, you know? Yeah. It was <laughs> for a little bit. And then, and then some stuff happens, but no, I, I totally know what you mean. I, when we were playing through death stranding, uh, I, I think I talked about this on the podcast for the, for that. I, you get to a portion where you have a vehicle and I would go out of my way to make those vehicles last as long as possible. When the game was like basically saying, Hey, you're going to go up this mountain. You don't need a motorcycle. Like I would just continue to try and use these vehicles. So I totally get it with the submarine. I wanted to keep it as long as I could. Well, there was a part where you have to get away. You dip out from the submarine and you go and you do a bunch of stuff and then you get to go back to the submarine. It was the best part of the game for me. I was so happy to see it's like my old pal. You know, it's like it was it was just it's what I needed at that time. Yeah. And then also in the underwater, there was that mer thing. Dean of the depths. Like, I don't think she had a tail, but I I assumed it was a she. It was very long haired and you couldn't see any features. So I it looked like a she to me. But that thing was ferocious. There are some people that think that she was trying to help you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like she's trying to pull you out of the submarine to Im- imbue you with the ability to breathe underwater mm-hmm. from the get go. And, and it just Weird. is interpreted as a game over a death or whatever. But yeah, right. there are some people think that she was the whole time was out, out to help you not to get you. Right. I don't know. It's an, it's an interesting thought. Cause at one point you end up, I think you find yourself outside of the sub for some reason. And then I think you get grabbed or pulled way, way down. Yeah. And then it looks like you are drowning, but then the game starts again and you're aware. Yeah. I think you grab onto something and it just snaps and you fall in or something. And then she just pulls you down. And then like 27 minutes later, you gain control of your character (laughs) again. (laughs) It was so far. Yeah, it was. It was unreasonably far. And then, yeah, you're now breathing water. There's a couple other things that happen. I, For, between, yeah, but, from from that point, yeah, strap in. But I was very confused. I didn't know what to think. I, I didn't because because again, we we already had this combo. So I'm I'm remembering kind of the bits and pieces of the of our last conversation about this game. But if I remember from playing it in the moment, I was so confused on like why I could suddenly breathe water in this thing that was trying to kill. Like I perceived trying to kill me over and over again. Right. Just, and then now they're just gone and no, I think no longer a threat. I don't think you encounter them after that. So it was just, it was just weird. It was weird. And it just kept getting weirder. Yeah. I think at one point when the mermaid is thing, I don't know what there's child of water is pulling you down. I think you kind of end up with one of the mind control helmet things for a was second. This, was this the 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 offspring from the shape of water? Did you see that? That's a movie, right? It's a movie. I've never seen it, but it's apparently like fish people and aquatic love. I, I don't actually know. 
<laughs> I think I've seen that movie, and I don't think that's how I would describe it. Yeah, I know. I know nothing about it. Yeah, I think I did see that movie. It was kind of strange, <laughs> and I don't even want to get into it because I don't remember it well enough to try. <laughs> I do remember one part where a guy gets two fingers bit off. There you go. And he he loses these two. He loses okay. his pinky finger and his ring finger. And he's on the phone with somebody, and he's very nonchalant about it. And he says, it's okay. I still have my trigger finger, my pussy finger, and my thumb. <laughs> That's <laughs> about know, the only part of the whole movie. Lose, I think I'd be okay with losing those two. I feel like I'm probably going to lose them anyway. I don't yeah. know why, but they're just... I open doors with my pinky fingers a lot because it feels cleaner to me. Because you're not gonna, you're not gonna do anything with your pinky later. Yeah, I don't eat with my pinky finger. I don't like, you know. So if I open a bathroom <laughs> door with my pinky finger, it's gonna rip off one day. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's midnight and we're rambling about the shape yeah. of water. I feel good about so, it though. I, so yeah, <laughs> I I thought in the moment that I was dying and maybe this was like an undead situation or like a dream state yeah. I, again just just after after we got ripped down and learned the ability to breathe underwater yoinked just confused just just the, that's all that's I when the whole game there. falls apart and yeah really really it does these are also i think all the parts that we're getting into now i was playing like in the pitch black bedroom mm -hmm. on the steam deck so it was even more like weird i don't know it was just more i had headphones in so i got to like really hear all of the body parts <laughs> oh lord so yeah. I, I do i do want to talk about something before we get all the way to what you just alluded to yeah all the, going all the way back for a minute back to the pigs the the with the butt worms yes that was like what five minutes in very, very early. I'd say it was closer to seven minutes, but yeah. Okay. All right. It's showing from that point to the end of the game, you're like uncovering slowly that they're doing this like experimentation. Yeah. And again, we, we mentioned mind control is a big thing mm -hmm. about it, but like quote unquote level progression, because there aren't really levels. It's very seamless all the way through, just like right. you're slowly watching the different stages of whatever this business entity agency whatever group their their stages of how they're doing their experiments and it political party with, political party it started with like pig and animal trials then yeah. basic human trials with like getting the people to follow basic tasks like walking back and forth and and removing like the consciousness from the body but keeping them alive because you saw a lot of like uh, like zombie like just, yeah you know like a lot of people just standing in corners and like not doing anything they're not like dying or decaying or anything they're just like standing there waiting they're, for like waiting to be told what to do yeah. yeah so you got a lot of that then after the water bit you start going into like the actual facility where there's like sciencey stuff and people in lab coats and then you've got like the there's one section where it's like that big diorama of like maybe where you are geographically remember that like, there were like dioramas or cases that had like mountainsides and stuff that were like to scale but like tiny yeah mm -hmm. so yeah i just wanted to call that out so we've been building up and and seeing like this we were uncovering this like weird experimentation thing that's been going on for a while or going on and then we get to the full what the fuck moment yeah there's like the part where i i remember specifically feeling pretty weird going into the what the fuck moment how everyone is just watching something and they completely ignore you which yeah. you seem to be complete 180 yeah the protagonist of the game and the antagonist of these people and they're just ignoring you which is very strange right because yeah, because we went from like being shot on sight, ripped apart with dogs, right. to like walking through an office space and people running by you and just ignoring you entirely. Yeah, exactly. Very weird. But then you go into this gigantic sphere, which I think they just built. If I in in Vegas, they just built the same sphere thing, and there's just a 
pulsating, undulating amalgamation of human tissue and limbs. <laughs> yeah, which I think is there. Is that what they just built in Vegas? I I think so. What they have you seen Vegas? that? No, it's a giant sphere with a amalgamation of bodies in it. <laughs> No, it's a like gigantic. It's called a sphere, <laughs> and it's like I think an OLED screen in a sphere. Oh, jeez! And it's humongous. Okay. It's five hundred sixteen feet wide, three hundred sixty-six feet tall. Is this Epcot two point What are they trying to do here? It's a display on the outside, so they can make it look like anything, and it's crazy. Ooh. They can make it look like you're looking at videos, pictures of it. Anything they made it like an spherical. eye. Anything you want that as long as it's spherical. They did the eye of Mordor. Can they They've put... done an actual eye. They've done a cool basketball, very fucking original. Can they put the tip of my pinky finger? I guess if it's spherical enough, yeah. There was one that they did where it looked almost like liquid, which was kind of cool. Have you seen so, that? No, I have well, I'm looking at the moon, but it looks weird. I'm a pop out a picture for you right there coming out pretty cool stuff i don't know that one looks particularly cool and i guess it's capable of motion so oh, seeing it in person might look a little cooler that's pretty cool yeah but i think that's seems wildly <laughs> unnecessary it seems extremely gluttonous and i like it i do want to see it Hold, have you ever, have you ever been to vegas no i had a project there i was there i think i i would it was there for a week or doesn't matter. I was there and like most times I go somewhere <laughs> like that or somewhere I've never been before. I'm yeah. going to go out and maybe drive around or go look at things. I didn't stay on the strip because it was way too expensive and this was for work so they wouldn't pay for it. Anywho, it's insane how short of a walk off of the strip you have to go before you start running into like prostitutes, homeless Oh. And dilapidated buildings, and you're starting to see like uh, maybe slightly above the poverty line. I think there's a fucking metaphor here. It's I, I don't <laughs> I don't I don't know what the metaphor is. I the one Vegas is ridiculous. That none this is this is going to go on a tangent for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up here in a second. Just just <laughs> that it's insane to me. Dude, subscribe that, to our Patreon if you want more tangents about Vegas. It's it's insane to me that that with all the money and revenue yeah. that's generated from that, you go two blocks away and there's like amalgamations people, of people human in bodies. the street and amalgamations of 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 body parts. So I, it it was it was I didn't like it at all. Like like it 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 made me really upset i think that happens in a lot of places though i think it does i don't know if it because vegas is so over the top yeah like okay let's bring a let's bring a home to us disney world yeah right go by any of the parks go out a little bit it doesn't dip it doesn't dip to the degree that vegas the vegas strip does yes orlando as the greater area does have its own problems but right but, but right outside of it is, in the kiss right outside of disney world it's Cloud, not like yeah. i'm not afraid i'm going to get shot right outside of disney i think part of the reason for that is because disney is disney essentially for children, not for not for gambling degeneracy <laughs> well i think disney is also like a humongous property like they own the that, roads that's also, leading yeah, that's to also it true. a lot of yeah. their a lot of their their property is just garden space anyway yeah. I, I, yeah, I may get rid of a lot of that, but they have an Epcot orb though. Anyway, so that orb, while it looks cool, seems uh, uh, unnecessary. But the orb we want to talk about, or the spherical object we want to talk about, is the blob from inside. And do you think that the name of the game, it being inside, has anything to do with getting inside of the? I don't think we have ever considered or discussed the name of this game. I don't think we have either. Damn, I just blew your fucking mind. I thought it was mind. maybe... No, I I think maybe without going too deep into it, I probably would have initially thought like, you know, inside trying to get out. Right, maybe. but it doesn't... Even though yeah. playing through it, you're kind of breaking back in. Right. Which is interesting. 
so 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 I don't know. And I remember you brought this up before, so I don't know if I want to get too into it. But there might be. Well, we'll get into it. You brought this up before. It's gonna bother me if we don't. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> this TikTok live we're doing, I brought up the fact of like if we're doing just an audio podcast and recording, strap in for the amount of ums and ers and uhs and and long pauses. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> um, do the Theo Vaughn. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, where was where was I? You were talking about. I think I think you were going to talk about how it seems like maybe. Oh, you don't even get out. Yeah. Maybe. So you you had brought this up on the first go through of recording this. Yeah. I think you had maybe read it somewhere that maybe this blob was like calling to the boy. Yeah, like you don't even have free will, and that's why yeah. you're just yeah. So ba- backing up a little bit. We are going when we start getting into like the sciency area where there's like people running around and, and they're like all flocking to this like tank, this window, and they're all like looking in. And I think at that point, I don't think we can get up to the window, something's blocking us, or we can't see far enough in, but we don't know what they're looking at. Right. Once we do some more platforming and all that, we get to the thing they're looking at, and we some I forget how I think it's another case of like falling or something. We get sucked in into this like tubing pipe thing, and we get into the tank that has like a fifteen foot by fifteen fifteen foot mass uh, of body parts, of skin and arms and hands and mm-hmm. legs, just like writhing around, and we start disconnecting stuff. And then I think at one point you get too close. You're also naked, by the way. I guess getting into the tube, something happened to your clothing. Anyway, nothing weird about that. Nothing weird about naked boys. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then it, you assimilate with it. Yeah, and then you like get sucked in. You get inside of it. Oh, that's another. Yeah. Now you're inside of a blob, inside of a sphere, inside of a lab, inside of a mountain. Yes. That's we just figured out the name of the there's, game. There's the name. There's it. There it is. The Thanks for listening. <laughs> that wraps up our discussion. No. So, yeah. Then the game really, I thought that would be about where the game ended. And then it just, yeah. like, the game just fucking takes off. It goes I, off I the rails. That, there's another, like, at least 30 minutes. Or, thir- yeah. Yeah, sure. man. That The game gets fucking crazy after that. Because I thought it was going to be over and then you level up your character <laughs> becomes the blob and then you have full control over it that was really gnarly yeah it was it was gnarly but i liked it so you start <laughs> taking control instead of i was aroused boy, by it it's instead of moving around this little boy you know on on two legs you start rolling around this big blob of of parts like squeezing into things you're not supposed to fit yeah so you come up to a doorway you either bust completely through it or you slip underneath it if you fall off of a platform like from a great height or something you there's like a splat a crunch and you like leave behind a leg or something and you'll hear people like groan like oh yeah yeah, yeah, that was kind of nasty. Uh, you can there was like parts. There were certain parts of the puzzle where you would, um, oddly enough, push like a button or something. But whatever, you would have to like grab a pillar and you like consumed this big like stone piece and like gooped it all up and 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 like manipulated it like this big. Oh thing. yeah, what you just did with your hands was <laughs> gross. Yeah, man. Man, <laughs> uh, oh man. So yeah, and then it also seemed like this kind of leads like lends to the the idea that people wanted you to get out and that you were supposed to end up in a larger container. People mm-hmm. were helping you. The people in this laboratory were helping yeah. you. Like you throw a box and you miss the part you're supposed to throw it to, they push it back down to you. Yeah, and they like wave at you once you finally get it or something. Yeah, you go from being their antagonist to like their hero, which is yeah. weird. And you know it, and I think we talked about this on our first go through of this episode. I thought we were just playing through a certain phase of the game, and then something would happen, and we would get like plopped out again, and then you'd be right. you know, a little boy running away. 
uh, that did not happen. That never we, occurred. No, that we were in it, right? So, uh, but yeah, I, I I noticed it in the moment and thought, huh, that's kind of funny, and then didn't think anything of it. But yeah, the there was a part where yeah, the the if you mess with the, this box or whatever, you have to like throw a a box at a button. And this guy throws it back down and is like, here you go. And yeah. and they start, like you said, helping you through. I think in the moment I was like, oh, that's that's funny. Or maybe they were uh, sympathetic to what was happening. And right. now after recording this two times over, I think I think it was all slightly intentional. Yeah. You know, that big diorama of like a, a hillside. Uh, it was like in, in a in a huge display case, maybe like a ten foot tall diorama of this like mountainside with trees and stuff, and then uh, smash cut to a little bit closer to the end of the game. You bust out of this wall from this like uh, this laboratory onto a mountainside and start rolling down towards the beach. Yeah, and it's like the same mountainside, which makes sense. It's the same one, but I'm wondering. If maybe it's like Truman Show size container now, it's just a bigger one. Yeah, I think that seems like the most likely ending to the game. Like you're basically, you think you're free, but you're basically, you're contained again. Right. Especially considering like my interpretation of Limbo was a dark ending as well. This would be a dark ending as well. And it seems like, the amalgamation of body parts or whatever was capable of some kind of mind control. It tried to call the boy to it. The boy assimilates with it and then they trap it again in something where they think, you know, it, they make you the player or the mass think that it's free and it's not. And then it's still being used in some way for mind control. Right. Which, yeah, I mean, they obviously had, what what the order of operations f- were for their experiment did they experiment with mind control and then create the blob or did the blob was that already like a thing and they were trying to replicate it so i don't know yeah i don't do there's a lot of questions that come up from this like the scientists suddenly not being i don't know like <laughs> are the scientists being mind controlled too and that's why they were helping you i don't fucking know no i i but I'm would so- they be i mean wouldn't that make sense if this blob holds some kind of power to mind control like in retrospect maybe the scientists were helping you because it's a form of some kind of mind control it raises a lot of thoughts and yeah yeah it's possible i think i think this is where it kind of goes into like it's open to interpretation it's what it's whatever you want yeah it's kind of crazy to me that the person that created the game it's been out for nine years or something right seven years i'm not very good at math seven years and he hasn't officially said even even for uh limbo he hasn't said what you know what the story was so it's uh, we're never really going to know it's always going to be open for interpretation i don't think there's anything that we haven't seen in the game or no one has seen in the game you know there's not something a hidden easter egg that no one's figured out right right they have there was or something they were like there were like this game's version of like a collectible. Yeah, what was it? I think it was like a power source, and yeah, you could remove you... like a power source. I think from it. I'm trying. I might be getting it mixed up with the, the, our our next game, but it was. Oh, what was it? I don't know. I think I think there was like a fan I unplugged or something. If it's like briefly coming to my mind, googling it is just insane to try to figure out. Apparently, there's a Game Boy Easter egg in the game. I want to see that. Oh, really? Supposedly. Uh, if I type in inside game ideas. Oh, wait. Game ideas. That's not what I typed in. Inside game collectible. Yeah, so there's a box. If you step on it, the contents of the box fall out of the side. And I guess in it is a Game Boy. Yeah, okay. So the collectible I'm thinking of, it was like this sphere it had lights all around it and a, and a yeah. cord coming out and you like unplugged it or something. Yeah. I don't know why, but in my, in my poor memory, that was a fan, like an oscillating fan. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder what do you, you get for thinking of our next game? Cause that had, if you've played that had like weird stuff like that. 
Diablo 4. Sorry, because we're re-recording this, stuff's coming kidding. out in a weird order. I don't rem- Yeah, I don't do, but no. no I don't know. So anyway. What what do you get if you uh, if you acquire all of the Easter eggs? I don't know, anything? actually. Um, Two endings, the main ending and an alternate ending. Okay. Really? That's what Game Rant says. I'm, I'm, uh, oh I'm, my God. Scrolling, I'm scrolling all the way to the end because there was, I believe, 16. One, oh, no, sorry, 13. Once you've unlocked all 13. Collectible orbs in the game. There are 13 over the course of the game. Okay, what do you get? I know it's going to be super ambiguous. It goes to a secret ending. Secret what? ending. That's cool. Are you watching it? What? I'm, I'm about to. Well, yeah, we're, we can we can truncate. Okay, it. running through some it's, corn it's fields. Five, it's five minute though. I'm watching a two minute version, so mine's oh, been a, better edited. There's a there's an advertisement. Love that. Secret code to go up, up, right, left, right, 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 up, 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 right, left, left, left. That's insane. Okay, kid runs a lot through a hole. Take this time to relax if you're listening still. It's like if I if I skipped ahead too much, like an ad came up and I couldn't watch it. Huh. Um, my my guy's walking. I wonder if you just leave. Wouldn't that be crazy? Oh, I think you. Hold on, he's he's crawling now. He's going through a big butthole. How's my audio, by the way? Are you coming into the mic? Because I've I had I didn't put my headphones in. No, I don't think I am. Probably not a good thing for me to ask at the end of the recording. Doesn't no no I, I'm not catching it. I always look to see if any noises I'm making are showing up. Right. Okay. Good I Lord. think I got it figured out. I'm walking. I'm, he's walking for so long. Hold on. He's going through a, a little light tunnel. He's in like a basement. What in the world? Are you watching it too? I've already watched it now. At this oh, okay. point, you're probably gonna need a little explanation on it. There's like a tentacle thing in front of some screens. What? Yeah, so it seems like the alternate ending, if you do get all the orbs, you basically get into a little... You go underground and you get into a thing and you pull a plug and then it somehow disconnects the boy and he just goes into like a mindless state. Fourth wall breaking thing, like you lose control of the player or the boy was controlled the whole time and that breaks the link. Right. So yeah, like I said, it's it's interesting, but it doesn't really like tell you what's going on. Yeah, if if somebody would have ended there, they would have missed a bunch. Yeah, yeah, like a like a lot. Yeah, but I think no one would do that. Nobody would go out of their way and find thirteen orbs. And you couldn't, you couldn't. Me, there's so many like completionists on your first playthrough. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah. But it, but I mean that while a probably a low percentage there there's got to be a percentage that could have found that from the get go yeah. and they just like just close out of the game yeah and they're like makes, well this well this was a dumb game this game doesn't make any fucking sense but that is that is interesting yeah it a little bit I think it's interesting yeah god damn it <laughs> i think it's really interesting i want to make a podcast about it <laughs> oh wow that's that's cool go if you haven't watched the secret ending go watch the secret ending if you've already played through it yeah i'm, I'm actually kind of appalled that i didn't do that prior i kind of forgot yeah. about it so we discussed it i wouldn't have I, yeah i guess maybe that would be something i'm i might start looking up maybe like Alternate is endings. there a secret ending or something? Because that's—I don't think there's been really any games that I was aware of while playing where there were like multiple endings. We we brought it up in Bioshock, but that had its own issues. And then this—I think one, Limbo might have had alternate endings. You think? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It did, gonna... it did have it did have collectibles, but I, I we didn't I didn't get very far. Right. Yeah, there alternate endings. I remember were a really big thing in PlayStation Two era games. They were right. like trying to pad it. Well, maybe, maybe even PlayStation One. Yeah, Metal Gear they, Solid, the first one, had like a couple endings. Which is it's a weird concept for me as, again because I'm not used to it. Of like, because I've listened to other podcasts where they've gone through. Oh, I I got to the ending, watched the last cutscene or whatever, and then went back like lo- reload to the save state to go pick the other option to then play through it again just to see it. 
which is cool to be able to see it, but it's like a weird mechanic, I guess you would say, of a game to where you have to like find a weird workaround to see all of the game, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think it's just an easy way for the developers to massively increase the amount of time playing a game. True, true. There was an ending with Silent Hill 2 where you find out everything is just being controlled by a dog. <laughs> There's just like a dog in a room and he's just like sitting at the desk controlling everything oh my going God. on. Okay, Obviously a joke fun. ending, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Silent Hill 2. It might have been the f- it's Silent Hill something, but I want to hold you to it. Do you want to do you want to add anything else about the game? I no, mean, I think I think How did you good. like it? I I liked it more than I liked Limbo, and I okay. liked Limbo a good bit. It was Limbo was challenging, and I had some issues with it, but I had a more positive than negative experience, and I liked Inside more than I liked Limbo. Okay, how does it? I mean, it, you consider it a pretty solid game, then? I, I do actually. You know, is this what a video it, game is to you? It's what a video game can be. You know, I, I, yeah. I what I what I think is a good plus for this is how it's it, it's relatively small. It's really simple controls. I don't know about inside, but I know Limbo is available on your phone. You can also play it on the. It would be really good for the Switch, really good for the Steam Deck. But if you wanted to, you could play it on pretty much any PC setup you wanted, as well as the um, the, the the typical consoles and stuff. But it's it's accessible in a lot of places, and I think this would be a really good game for handheld. I don't I don't think you lose anything by 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 doing handheld. You can be like right up in it. And when you say yeah, handheld, are you talking about like cell phone, like mobile, or are you yeah, talking like, about like they, Switch, Steam Deck? Well, just in in any form you consider handheld, because I know Limbo was on iOS and Android. I'm sure Inside would probably perform okay, but I'm talking more like Steam Deck, Switch, yeah, handheld device. Yeah, it's not a game that requires like extreme precision or anything like that. Right. So yeah, it, it's good for that. So no, I I, th- I think it was really good. I think it was it was a good game to play. I'm glad I played it. I'm excited to see what Play Dead does next. As I was with Limbo, I liked it. Yeah, I did too. It was it was nice to play a game that wasn't like extensive to the point. You know, it was a short enough game where you could get through it. It was an afternoon game. I think I played it on a Sunday. Finished the game in bed, right. laid there with my eyes open just confused yeah very very different from our last several games yeah as far as complexity yeah what a crazy game to play right before bed (laughs) oh yeah yeah that was my fault well i mean if if you come at it with like break it down to what it was it was a relatively simple platformer Mm -hmm. like mechanically so it's it is a good game for bed in the sense of like you don't need a lot of brain power to get through it right so you could just get through it. It's kind of creepy in in some bits. So at night, that atmosphere can really enhance it. You know. Other than that, our last thing to do for this episode is to talk about our next game. Yes, I think it's one that we've both been very excited about, and I believe was probably one of the games we had talked about doing. We we brought up the idea of doing this game really early on. Yeah. But it's a it was a big game, yep. so whose was it? Before we do that, it was my it was my game. It was your game. Yeah. So it was your game. So what are we playing next, James? We're playing God of Fucking War. Nice. Which which one? Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be a, that'll be a good one. I know our recording is a little out of order with all of this, but. I can tell you, I can predict the future. I'm going to enjoy this game. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I will also enjoy this game. I believe you will as well. I think you're going to like it. You know, it it was it was always on my list of games to play anyway. Yeah. And it it again, I was an Xbox kid for so long and my PC gaming was limited to like World of Warcraft or in the last couple of years, 
Tears of the Storm. You know, so I, I never got PlayStation exclusives, and it was rare for me to pick them up after they went to like Steam or something. Right. So it's nice to to get back into some PlayStation exclusive games. I'm really excited for this one. I'll be able to play it on a PS4, which is nice. So yep. Yeah, you sure will. <laughs> All right. Well, that's pretty that, cool. So, yep. Um, if you if you haven't played God of War, go ahead and get started on it. If you have played it, we'll be talking about it next. And I think that's going to wrap it up for us here. Yep. Thanks so much for listening. That wraps up our discussion for Inside. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know with a thumbs up, a comment, or by sharing with your friends and family. If you're able to do so, play along with us. We'll post upcoming games to our social media and what games are up next at the end of each episode. This has been 321 Backlog by Alec and James. You can connect with us on any of our social media pages by sending us an email at 321backlog at gmail.com. Until next time.